Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Crits and Grits, a real play 5th edition D&D podcast set in the accursed realm of Georgia. I know there was more stuff we added to that in the past, but I forgot it all already. Uh, today, I'm your DM, Gary, and we're doing Monday Morning Newsbreakers. Everyone excited? Well, as excited as we can be, sadly. Uh, Alex is a little under the weather today, but we wish him a speedy recovery. But we'll start with the top of the Discord list. Uh, we have Becky playing Benny. Uh, Benny, what's going on in your social media? It's still the same day. Uh, um, yeah, Benny is... She's kind of kicking her feet up. She's just kind of chilling, um, scrolling a little bit, shit posting as you do. Um, yeah, I think that she... She'll just be posting emojis of, like, basically a cannon in a little boom like firecracker emoji <laughs> to it she is so ready to try out the newsbreaker <laughs> she can't even stand it now i'm wondering if there's like well i mean i guess we, we did create this world so we would know if there were like any other like emojis that exist there that don't exist here yeah there's pro- probably some cool magic ones yes yeah <laughs> a toilet bowl with a wand on top i don't know what that means <laughs> <laughs> There's a whole different, like, meme uh, language, or emoji language in this world. Oh my uh, gosh. A toilet that has, like, a little water spout coming out of it for a bidet. Oh gosh. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we got Courtney playing Brenham. Uh, Brenham, what's your social media looking like this midpoint in the day? Yep, I know. So we've only gotten a little bit farther in the day, but she's probably already posted something about how to pack a healthy lunch due to the things that have been going on, as well as she's been spending more time with Gracia. She's like, hey, this is my new friend Gracia. And she wants Gracia to do like a mini series with her on different outfits from Broadway musicals that can be converted into everyday wear. (laughs) Uh, That one's already got a like from Tori. I don't know why I'm forgetting character names right now. I think I'm still suffering the effects of my hangover. Yeah, Tori's on your BFF in a weird way somehow. We start playing dress up with her, putting her in outfits. Oh, you mean I put you guys in outfits? Gary. <laughs> yes. I hear, that Tarz- I hear that Tarzan gets a lot of hangovers. What? Tarzan, he hangs over the forest floor. Hangs up. I- I hate it here. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was dumb. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, once you explained it, it, <laughs> it, it, it makes perfect sense. It's just stupid as hell. Power she would have if we let her be a bard. It's unstoppable. <laughs> I'm dead. I'm going to play a bard. Next up, we got Yoko playing Gracia. Uh, what's Gracia's social media looking like? Uh, so more just, you know, it's all different Broadway quotes. So the one she has most recent is, I know where I choose to go if I could disappear anywhere but here. And then she has under that it's from Pretty Woman. And she has like dot, dot, dot. I'm not really sure what they mean by the oldest profession. And she has no idea what it's actually about. And underneath, uh, Tori has written, I don't know, maybe fishing. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's it. And last but not least, we have uh, Trevin playing Jock the Jock. Hello. I should have been. You you ended the last episode with a hello, and then you started this episode with a hello. And, hello. 
kawaii Um, It is. His feed is full of nothing but wrestling memes because that's all he got. He doesn't post much. He's just trying to find more of people to submit to that contest, Get trying to win those tickets for him and Bull because he really wants to see that Chiquita Dave match. Uh, you did like pass it along to Alfredo and Alfredo has like like shared and all that. Uh, also in the previous episode, uh, Rafreak insulted Dr. Peter Hopkins a little bit, but it was Benny's joke that uh, made him leave the room to go make some caramel. Uh, Dr. Hopkins believes in safety third. Uh, Gracia got some beef jerky for our uh, principal who's on keto. Got it from the vending machine. Also, chicken sandwiches are banned. New vending machines. Uh, Benny has chips that she wants Dr. Peter Hopkins to look into. And uh, Tori just has a handful of snacks that she's been eating uh, while hanging out with you all this entire time. But Dr. Peter midway through the day has called you all to the woodshop uh ballistic and jock are already in the woodshop working on uh what would you or would you like to tell them what you're working on in woodshop much to the teacher's chagrin and none to anybody's surprise there is the beginnings of a wrestling arena being built in the middle of the class out of just whatever pieces that the boys can pull together. I think um, the the ropes are made from really questionable cheese rope from the cafeteria. (laughs) (laughs) It's very stretchy and very durable and does not break, which is probably why you should not be eating it in the cafeteria. It sounds like that imitation cheese that just doesn't melt. So fun fact about the way that wrestling rings are made. It's like um, the part that you actually see when they're wrestling is basically a cloth apron that's draped over the base. But underneath it is essentially a set of springs and plywood. So like you could actually make that in a wood shop fairly easily. I'm pretty sure. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, not me actually doing research for this character to understand more about wrestling. <laughs> yes. But the turnbuckles are just made with the leftover stuffies from um, Forge of Familiar. Oh, that has got Amy heated. <laughs> Good. Like, you can see her walk by the doorway every now and then, and she's just steamed. She can't do anything about it, though. As per normal. Perhaps, perhaps she could ask her doctor if dying mad about it is right for her. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, Brenham, Gracia, Benny, when you walk in, you see Dr. Peter Hopkins is covered in caramel. And <laughs> he has the newsbreaker with him. Yeah, I went to make some dang old caramel and I forgot to poke a hole in the can again. It burns a lot, so, uh, Miss Branham, you got that first aid kit on you? Uh, I don't know if I have enough here. I, I think I need more supplies. I can help clean it up some, too. Oh, yeah, that'll be helpful. I mean, th- this, is, this isn't the first time something like this has happened to me. It's the first time with caramel, though, because I just happened to walk in while it was exploding. Okay, um, 
Does anybody have a hair dryer? I could heat it up or clean it up like a little bit at a time with prestidigitation. I'm sure there's a heat gun here in this shop. Uh, may- maybe not the heat gun. <laughs> <laughs> I have metal, so we could get like a big metal surface and heat it up. Is that what you want? Maybe not. I mean, you could just get some of those shop towels and just stick it to the caramel and just kind of rip it off and give them a, a fair little wax. Well, I don't think that would help. It's better than nothing. It's better than him having a bunch of caramel stuck in his fur. Have you ever seen a rabbit folk without fur? Uh, yes, we could. Is that an offer? It, no, no, it's actually quite disturbing. And I'm trying to save you all for that. from that. Uh, Maybe we should go with the press digitation. I, I imagine it's probably like a hairless tabaxi, right? Like kind of wrinkly and strange looking. Butthole puckers yeah. everywhere. Uh, hey, we wear pants, yeah. sir. Excuse yeah, me. I, I wear pants to school. Uh, there is a difference between me and an actual rabbit. <laughs> yeah. I feel shame. If people had allergies, it might be better. Look, I, I really want to keep my fur. Okay, and she'll just start cleaning a little. We could either press to digitate the caramel off of the fur, or rip the caramel off and then press to digitate the fur back on. I, I don't think I can heal it. True. You're gonna have to come back every day and like press to digitate more fur, and you're gonna you're gonna have to hang out in my class all day watching Arcane Ride Chair. Press digitate fur on me. We do that anyway. Yeah, but there's only so many episodes. If we watch too many, I'll just like be reruns. Okay, okay. So maybe, Grisha, you start on this side and I'll start on the other side with my kit. So you can press the digitate and I'll use this little like uh, med kit uh, oil and try and get it out. Sounds good. And Tori is passing you all like things as you're working and uh, ballistic. Is talking to Jacques while they're working on the ring. I'm busy, so you guys can't hurt yourself. So, uh, Chiquita Dave coming up, right? Yeah, I'm super excited. Have you heard anything about getting those tickets? Uh, not really. I'm a big Chiquita Dave fan, but personally, I prefer the classics like Better Job Rob and uh, Knock 'em Down Terry Brown. Those guys haven't been around in forever. I mean, yeah, it'd be cool to see them. in the ring again, but not coming to this town. Yeah, but, like, uh, imagine Hot Shirley coming out with a hot pink afro and the barbed wire baseball bat. Chiquita Dave could never stand up to that. About some deathmatch wrestling. (laughs) With the thumbtacks and all that jazz. Let me be clear. Hot Shirley is a wild card. Or was a wild card. At this point, Jacques is going to try and just stretch more and more of the ropes and trying to con- connect all the corners that way. Then, you know, maybe even use this damn thing. Uh, you notice, like, whatever you, whatever he thinks you're not paying attention, Ballistic is, like, nibbling a little bit of the cheese. Wait a minute. Is, what kind of weird dietary <laughs> fuckery would it be for Ballistic to be eating cheese? <laughs> Do you think this is real cheese if it's stretching that far? And doesn't really I don't know, man. I don't know. Cheese by the foot. 
It's cheese, and it's definitely not easy. And Ballistic is a Minotaur, so it, it's not like they're milking Minotaurs for this. I mean, they could be. Unless. Well, I mean, there is a whole brand in World called Minotaur Milk, Gary. There, yeah, there is a Minotaur Milk brand in World. <laughs> that That is a protein shake. Minotaur. I don't think like, that's milk. Uh, grip it, suck it down, and get those muscles jacked. Minotaur milk. Oh, God. <laughs> that's like the what? worst marketing. What's, what's wrong with Minotaur milk? Y'all are acting like Minotaur milk is this whole weird thing. <laughs> uh, that sounds like a nut. <laughs> I, I mean, what's wrong with, like, glugging back a big old Minotaur <laughs> milk? <laughs> It sounds like a jeans. Throw some minotaur between homies. Just a couple of dudes drinking minotaur milk because they're not gay. Oh, we have reached the weeds. Less than less than thirty minutes in, and we're already off the rails. What do the rails even look like? Uh, I don't know. They're kind of janky. It's not that hard to fall off of them. Rails? I haven't seen those in my life. These are the fancy new trackless rides. <laughs> yeah, they're the magnetic ones that, you know. Yeah, you have no idea where it's going. <laughs> just get turned up a little bit. <laughs> Benny is going to lean a little bit closer to this wrestling ring and kind of pick at the rope a little bit and be like, Jacques, is, is this cheese? I mean, that's what they claim it is. I do not believe this constitutes as cheese, but... Uh, okay, so it's one of those, like, processed cheese food kind of things. It came from the cafeteria. Oh, yeah, then it's definitely not real food. Okay, cool. <laughs> Did you know that in some restaurants, uh, butter is one molecule away from being plastic? Yeah, well, that's right. They added that molecule. But yeah, Benny is going to kind of, like just start pulling at the rope a little bit because it's just kind of fun to see it like twang you know what i mean <laughs> whenever you pull back on it it like snaps a little bit jacques gonna look at bull as he's munching it like um hey bud when and i do mean when or do i mean if that passes it's not gonna be a good time yeah can minotaurs like even have dairy is that is it wrong to assume that that it might upset their digestion a little bit or something Look, I eat a lot of things, and my tummy does a lot of things. Yeah, we've smelled them. We're aware. It's true. I've seen him eat at a baseball before. Oh. Getting your roughage. I mean, that, that, that's it. That's all I had to say. I eat a lot of things, and my tummy does a lot of things. <laughs> okay, but wait. Aren't baseballs also made out of leather? Are you, uh... Uh... The World Health Organization now? Is that... I'm just wondering. I'm just wondering. No offense here. I'm just curious. Would a minotaur eating something made of leather be akin to casual cannibalism? I don't know. It could be close because <laughs> I feel like minotaur and cow are not really close enough, or maybe they are close. This is wow. <laughs> it's fitting for a baseball because I'm asking the hard hitting questions. <laughs> oh no! 
<laughs> you knocked that one out of the park. Thank you. I try. <laughs> and suddenly, the wood shop begins filling with water. The exit. <laughs> and then everybody died. <laughs> I evolve into a fish. Well, so you said the newsbreaker is also in the woodshop room, right? Yeah, the newsbreaker, uh, you know, he he put a few more bells and whistles on it. It, like, drives up next to you and nuzzles against your ankle like a dog or cat or some sort of pet. I gently pat it on the top of its little barrel. Boy. And it gives a little nod and then does a circle around you and then... Uh, parks in place. Aw. So it has a personality. Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, so while he is undergoing his prestidigitation de-caramelizing, um, I'm gonna ask Dr. Hopkins, so you added, I believe that you said you added some features to little breaky over here? I, I decided to make it not like fully sentient because that would be cruel because I'm pretty sure you're planning to do some stuff that I should know about with this. And if it has that on its conscience, like if it realizes that's what it was made for, then what kind of a God am I to create that? And if we make it too sentient and it start, we, we, we start putting people in it, then we're going to start, you know, diving into some vor territory. Oh, it's only a little sentient. Oh God! If we put something, if we put something living inside of it, would that make it a Vorforged? Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, no, it'll definitely be convenient to have it mobile and able to respond to commands easily. That's really good. I also added a little attachment to it, and like it turns over, and it you see like a little puff of. Uh, powder fly into Dr. Hopkins' face, and it goes, oh, I didn't mean to use it! I'm gonna be on a trip for a minute. Is Stay Abolith- still. <laughs> Does it do uh, like a little Aboleth blast? Dr. Peter Hopkins is gone. Thousand yard stare while y'all are cleaning him. Oh, Benny is gonna walk up and kind of wave her hand in front of his eyes to check and see if he can see anything. And I'm assuming that he just is deadpan. Deadpan. Well, he's zooted. Okay. I suppose that'll make cleaning the caramel a little bit easier, though. Tends to be less twitchy that way. Yeah, we kept move. It kept getting moved around because he was just kind of. I think he was trying to eat some of the caramel still. I mean, his caramel is pretty good whenever he remembers to poke a hole in the can. It just also. It, so, is this the room that he was using to make the caramel? No, uh, he was making it in the cafeteria with his uh, granddaughter, who is one of the, uh, well, probably the head lunch lady there. Okay. Um, I was wondering, because I was going to see if there were any, like, caramel splatters in here or anything. Okay. Benny is going to, like, pick just a little bit of the caramel gently off, like, the surface of Dr. Hopkins' fur. Like, careful not to actually remove any of the fur with it. And Um, there's also some on, like, his jacket that he's wearing. Okay, she'll just get it off the jacket then. That makes more sense. Um, 
So she's going to kind of feel the consistency of it and be like, hmm, this could be actually really useful as a pace, though. I wonder, huh, hear me out. We spread some of this on the back of flyers for the newspaper to advertise and use it to plaster them on the walls. You're going to shoot advertisements along the wall. Sure. Why not? But you don't actually have to sell the newspaper. You make free copies. Well, is there something coming up we need to advertise? I mean, come on. We can advertise something. Uh, Homecoming. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. We'll make flyers for homecoming. And then, yeah, we'll just use this to, like, glue them to the walls instead of that poster tack stuff. Yeah, and, uh... Very uh, Teachers and the principal are actually asking, like, the different clubs and organizations in the school to, like, if they could prepare something for homecoming. Because one student complained loud enough to be like, well, why do they get school festivals in other countries and we don't? So uh, now you get like a one day school festival, the day of homecoming. Oh, yeah. So I guess it it would help. (gasps) That's what we could do. We could have we could have Jacques and Bully like wrestle each other in a match and sell tickets. Jacques will look up at I'm in. We could dress them up in maid outfits and do a maid cafe and then they could wrestle. Whatever. So which one of us is going to be the face, and which one is going to be the heel? Bully, no offense, but I do think that you're more of a heel than a face. Sorry, bud. Alright, so I, I get, like, the solid black made outfit then, right? Yes. Yeah. Like, gothic Lolita here? Absolutely. Oh, that means I get the pink one, huh? Uh, we could work with a color that's a little more attuned to your skin tone, I think, than the pink. But... Made wrestling super smackdown. You gotta fight for justice, man. So, uh, follow your heart. I mean, in the name of the moon. Yes. I was actually just thinking the color scheme could be Sailor Moon-esque. Where it's like a royal blue skirt. I don't know. Yellow likes to, uh, brings out the green in my skin. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Do, you, do you consider that to be a good thing or a bad thing? I don't know. Okay. That's really the question here. It's like, do you like the yellow tones coming out in your skin or not? It kind of looks like jaundice. <laughs> well, do you like that? I do not. Okay, so... when Jaundice usually means you're dying, right? Uh, it can mean a lot of things. Like, babies can sometimes have jaundice when they're first born. So... I, I am being told from the sidelines that no, that is not the case. Uh, liver? Ba- yeah, your liver is bad. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean that too. Like... There could be multiple causes for it, but I mean, you could do another one of the Sailor Senshi as well. You don't have to do Sailor My old man took a lot of shots to the lever in the wrestling academy, and then he kind of turned yellow for a little bit. I'm sure he peed blood, too. Oh, uh, that's a daily thing. <laughs> Medical care in, in your family, uh, Bully. Um, what, what, is, what does that look like? Well, uh... Once my dad, like, couldn't do the whole wrestling academy thing anymore, he fell in with the dirt bags in town, so, uh, they don't really have insurance. Uh, they might have insurance under their new leader, but when he was with the dirt bags, uh, guy was Arcaniac, I don't know if you know him. Okay, gotcha. 
Um, yeah, I was I was just gonna say that's that's not that's not. Well, he should probably get that checked. Brenham immediately hands him some a piece of paper that has a bunch of free clinics on it. You can go here, here, or here. Benny is just gonna give a quick thumbs up to Brenham. Like, thank you. Ballistic eats the paper. <laughs> oh. Whatever happened to our uh, new friend Common? Uh, he ran to end school suspension immediately once you guys pitched the idea of going there after he said you shouldn't check on uh, J- uh, Jack in end school suspension. Suspicious. Hmm. Well, I'm sure that's in no way related to what's going on with Jack at all. None whatsoever. It's, yeah. He probably just really badly had to go to the bathroom, and I think the boys' rooms are right there by the ISS room, so that's probably all it yeah, was. Yeah, I mean, he said he needed our help, so I'm sure he'll be back eventually. Yeah. He'll come back. They always come. I mean, magnets. We're attractive. Fucking magnets. How do they work? If you look outside the classroom, you can see that Amy is posting flyers. Of what? She's posting flyers uh, for vigilant eye security. Can I roll a perception check and see if I hear anything out there before I approach? Uh, yeah, go for it. Hey, that's a dirty 20. How about that? Yeah, Amy's just uh, by herself uh, posting flyers in the hallway. Uh, and they are recruitment fr- flyers for vigilant eye security. Benny is going to kind of watch from behind the door near Jacques. Let me see. Is it okay. Or sorry. Um, she's going to watch from behind the, it appears to be the door that's on the right-hand side of the room that faces out into the hallway. If the hallway is kind of at the bottom. Yeah. You don't want to do anything sneaking wise in regards to Amy near Jacques, because she's going to clock him immediately. Uh, I'm not sneaking, but I'm just going to be in the doorway and I'm going to say, Hi, Amy. How are you? Hello, Brenham. Would you like to join Vigilant Eye Security? That sounds like fun, but I've got so much on my plate, and you'd be way better at it and getting recruits than I would. Well, you seem to be quite popular. Maybe you could bring in recruits as well. Um, I'll take some flyers if you'd like. And she gives you a stack of flyers, and on... The flyers, you see, like, a different streamer on each flyer. Like, all of them very attractive. <laughs> but it's just a bunch of uh, flyers with streamers in the visual and eye security uniform. And she's posting those around the school. Like, one or two feature her. And, uh, like, there's not much of a difference in her look on the flyers. Uh but with some of these, you can tell there's like a lot of makeup and stuff going on. So I'm I'm a dumb dumb. At first, when you said streamers, I thought that you meant like the crepe paper streamers, and I was like, "Crepe <laughs> paper, anything?" <laughs> yeah, she's happy to employ people. <laughs> yeah, I also thought about. Um, I don't know if y'all have seen what we do in the shadows but the first episode when nandor is shopping for like party supplies and he goes the creepy paper yes Yes. but yeah it's 10 out of 10 (laughs) lots of good vampire shit in that show uh did you enjoy the uh superb owl viewing yesterday oh my god yeah um i actually did not view the superb owl um 
I watched Salty Bet on Twitch, <laughs> which is if y'all have not seen Salty Bet, it's a good time. Wait, is that the one where it's like the random fighting game screen, and then there's two random characters, and then you place bets on that? Yes, that's exactly. I, uh, what I placed bets on that at Battle and Brew one day for like. I I was with some people and then like they kept giving me the phone to decide who would win and I guessed correctly on all but three. Yep. <laughs> yep. I got hooked. <laughs> <laughs> so new sponsor, Crits and Grits is brought to you by Salty Bet. Not really. <laughs> hey, I hey, wish. Salty Bet. Salty Bet. Hey, bro. Salty bro. Bet. Salty Give Bet. Salt. Give us the salt. We will take it. Just the bits. Look, we'll even give you like pixel sprites of some crits and grits characters if you want salty bet. We'll we'll figure out a way to make this work. So yeah, Amy's giving you that the flyers with all the streamers on them. Uh, and you notice a lot of them are very popular streamers. Jacques will see that and go, "Huh? Wonder why you're on here, considering how badly your team carried you last night." What are you talking about? How does it feel to be a backpack, Amy? You're the small one, backpack. I don't know. That KD spread of yours is trash. Is Amy is Amy looking in Jacques' direction right now? Yes. Okay. Um. So, can I roll a sleight of hand check? I want to do something sneaky. Go for it. I there. There's something I think you're going to do, but I think you're doing something else. <laughs> Well, it involves a piece of the cheese that was used for the rope. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were going in a wildly different direction with this because there's an object you haven't tested. Oh, <laughs> oh, you're right. Oh, okay. Fuck what I was about to do. We're about to do that. Um, I'm gonna call. <laughs> I'm gonna call the newsbreaker over, and. I'm going to load it with one of the Vigilant Eye Security flyers and a little bit of the caramel on the back of it. Alright, you might need to add a little more weight to it, just uh Okay. Um, make sure it pops see. off. I mean, there's the piece of wood in here, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was going to, like, basically stick it in, like, a Pringles can and let that be, like, the sleeve for it. Once oh. Oh yeah, no that that'll that'll be fine. You okay. yeah, like you just need something with enough heft and like size to fit snugly into the container and uh, be fired. Because I I think a piece of paper by itself it, it would just be like trying to throw a sheet of paper with all your force. Yeah, it would just go. <laughs> it would just go flee, and that would be it. Yeah, no. Um. So yeah, so Benny is going to take like an empty. Pringles can stick the like slather some of the uh, caramel on the back of the paper and then load it and aim at the, at Amy's back so like not her head but like the middle of her back so I guess what kind of check would I need for that uh, I'm gonna say to do this unnoticed stealth check yeah I would say stealth check and then uh if she does not see through your stealth, then it's going to be her making a deck save at disadvantage. Okay. Big mind no whammies. 
Oh, that was a net 20. Holy shit. <laughs> Nobody saw anything. <laughs> my total meant to be. My total was a 31. <laughs> stealthy. Stealthy as fuck, boy. With the nat 20, we're going to forego the deck save. Uh, roll me 3d6. Hell yeah. <laughs> Violence. Okay, so that's a 9 from the 3d6. Uh, you hit Amy, you still hit Amy pretty hard with that. Uh, Pringles can like launches out of the tube. Uh I'm assuming there's no cap on the Pringles can, so with a little bit of aid from maybe some magic from the cannon or something, that paper comes out and sticks to her back. Yes. But like <laughs> Yeah, she also like took a Pringles can to the back. <laughs> and then Benny is gonna quickly duck behind this wall over here. <laughs> like oh and then just dodge. Bringing the uh, newsbreaker with her. Like, she whips around and looks back, and the only person she sees in the doorway is Brenham. And she looks Brenham in the <laughs> eyes and says, No, you wouldn't do this. And then she looks back at Jacques. What did you do? You were looking at me the entire time. <laughs> her hand is on the pepper spray at the ready. Oh, shit. Benny is going to kind of, like, sneak over and, like, flag down Jacques from just inside the door and be like, come on, come on, get, get, get in here, get in here. These hallways are mine right now. Okay, and um, Jacques is going to give her the finger, which has a ring on it, and cast um, Reduce on Amy and then bolt into the woodshop. <laughs> What kind of save does she have to make against Reduce? <laughs> Reduce is a con save of 11. Alright. That's a 3. Oh. <laughs> so, Typhus, I have to know, does that mean that Jacques is wearing a wrestling ring? Yes. Yes. Good. Just so we're clear. Oh, I'm 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 crying. Just gonna slowly back away and close the door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there is like a hat like she's been reduced from a ladrin size to the next size down, which is I think small. So yeah, she's about your size. <laughs> like every part of the security uniform did like shrink with her, minus her hat. <laughs> I'm, I'm here for this precocious little scamp energy <laughs> I give like, them, so like I want to give them a minute to laugh about it and, and then I'm going to go help Amy <laughs> you see her just like standing there with her hands on her hips <laughs> like her hat is covering her eyes because it did not shrink with her can I just like pick her up under the arms and she just looks so cute and adorable and then I'll do lesser restoration. <laughs> While this is going on, she's just like angrily saying I am security here. Please, please <laughs> let me down. Let me down, man. Please. 
I'm trying to do my job. It's a short-sighted decision. Oh my god. <laughs> um. So, an important question as well. When Jacques cast, uh, what was it? Reduce on Amy. Um. Did the flyer shrink with her? It did. Good. Okay, so it's still stuck to her back. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, it's still, it, it has become a part of her uniform for the day. Yes! <laughs> I don't think she's concerned with that right now. <laughs> yeah, she's got, I was going to say bigger concerns, but she, they're actually smaller. <laughs> smaller. I actually have no idea if the spell works on this, but no. The spell only lasts for a minute, so. All right, well, then it's fine. Yeah, if if it doesn't work, she'll be fine in a minute. But she, like, tries to, like, swing her legs and upper body to twist out of your arms, and it's not working because she's just so small compared to uh, mm-hmm. how she used to be. I imagine it's like a kid trying to struggle to get out of their parents' arms. It's like, yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> very rarely will I ever try to be the bigger man, but try <laughs> 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 it just happens. But uh, she gives uh, Major Penny from Pokemon Scarlet and Violet vibes uh, most of the time, but now she's like a tinier version, but with. Uh, physically, she doesn't give penny vibes. It's just like that whole... I don't know how to put it. Like, gamer girl, but not the Belle Delphine type gamer girl. <laughs> so she doesn't sell her bathwater. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. She's not selling bathwater yet. She's not that she's, she's on the uh, streamer tier where, like, her skills got her where she is. But, you know, she's also kind of cute, but most people are like watching this for her skills. That's why she's on the lower tier of uh, the streamers in this world. But yeah, Benny is going to give Jacques a high five after successfully fucking with Amy. <laughs> <laughs> I pull my head back in. You guys should be nice. It was really funny, but be nice. <laughs> I have to test the newsbreaker somehow, and now we know that it doesn't deal a lethal amount of damage. What do you mean this is funny? <laughs> Amy didn't hear what we said, did she? Uh, she heard Brenham with the... It's a little funny. <laughs> 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 because okay. I, I, I imagine she's still being held by Brenham. Yeah, uh, no, I put her down before oh, I you went... Put her- Okay, I, never mind. I went back into the classroom to talk to them. I missed that part. Uh, yeah, no, uh, Amy is like, after you put her down, she had started walking down the hallway, uh, trying to put flyers up, but she's not tall enough anymore. I imagine that, like, her legs are getting, she's them out, like, farther than she needs to. <laughs> I imagine that now she's trying to, like, kind of jump to get the flyers a little bit higher, like, eh. Yeah. <laughs> and like at some point on the trip down the hallway she starts growing back to her normal size so it's even more awkward like the more you watch this go on the stranger and sadder it gets 
Man, really wish Freak was around to record that. That would have been great to relive. Uh, yeah, sadly. Well, Does the school have, like, um, cameras in the hallways? Uh, yes, there are cameras in the hallways. All right, well, we can get that footage. And it's around this point where uh, Dr. Peter Hopkins uh, just snaps out of his heart. Oh, man, I heard a lot of bad things about myself in there. Wait, what? I think, I think we got most of the caramel out now. Oh, that's great. Uh, kids never do Abilith nuts. Uh, like, yeah, uh, if you can make it through a trip and not hear anything bad about yourself, you'll discover the secret to immortality, but... What? But you gotta hear all those bad things if that's not true, and I don't think a lot of people are ready for that. Well, we didn't have anything bad to say about you, Doc. Yeah... Uh, it was mostly the Feywild. Like, a lot of the Feywild. I think doing war crimes might give people that opinion, yeah. I mean, it wasn't even really a war crime. I wonder if I could do them and just no one has anything to say about me, so they wouldn't have anything bad either. I mean, yeah, if no one has anything to say about you, then... Not for nothing, Gracia. I don't know if I would venture to test that theory. Seems like... It seemed like the logic was okay. Cannibalist nuts are still technically a drug, so uh should probably avoid that. I mean, caffeine and chocolate are drugs too, right? It's just level. It's different levels. Like spells. You know different levels of spells. I would say that Abilith nuts does fall in line with like caffeine in the fact that it is not illegal. But it could have some damaging effects on your psyche. I wonder if they could put it in a frappuccino. Benny is just going to kind of sigh and motion for the newsbreaker to come over. And the newsbreaker, like, circles around you and then parks in place. Doc, this thing has a little uh, zooter shooter on the bottom of it, right? Beep boop. Yeah, as long as you don't say the word ablet nuts and then a little puff, like, hits him in the face again. <laughs> And he's putting that in the hands of students. Noted. Yep. yep. Um, not surprising. So, Benny is going to turn to Grace and go, do you really want to try this? I mean, we have other things to do today, but, you know, just it's just a thought in the future that if nobody thinks about you, then they can't think bad things, right? Right. True. Huh. Uh, so, <laughs> Benny is just going to lightly pat the uh, the newsbreaker on its Again, on the end of its wee little barrel. Because this could be like, that's that's enough uh, zooting and shooting for today, I think. Hey, boy. It <laughs> nods, and then uh, when you look at the side, you see a little thing that says charges, and it's down to zero. Okay, how many notches are there under the charges? Uh, there's just two. Okay. So it's successfully shot two of the Abilet nut shots, right? Yes. Um, I'm going to check the opposite side to see if there's any notes about any charges on that side, too. Uh, that side has zero notes about charges. Uh, okay. But it just shows like a recharge meter on that side. You know, it might be smart once he's done, you know, tripping 
absolute balls to ask for an instruction manual for this. Yeah, I think that would be a good a good idea. That's a solid. There's no way I don't think that that would be even more confusing. <laughs> I just need to know how many times we could fire this thing. Okay. <laughs> I remember him saying safety third a lot when I was in his class, so I don't know if that's going to, like, any good indicator on whether or not there's an instruction manual. Valid. Yeah, I, I just need to know how many um, projectiles, paper or otherwise, that it can fire in a day. Because, you know, that'll also affect our distribution routes and whatnot, so. I mean, y'all looking at get some apple nuts? And then you see, like, the cannon do, like, a little puff, but nothing comes out. It's like, <laughs> just a little airy, like, <laughs> Yeah, it's just a little, <laughs> Maybe we don't need to reload that part. Yeah, we're okay for today, Ballistic. Thanks, so Appreciate you. Okay, what about cigarettes? No. Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay on that. Chicken biscuits? Hmm. Mm. Tell me, do have any that you didn't eat? Does it only supply illegal things? I mean, I got some chicken biscuits down in like the hangout. If you guys want to go get some, um, I'm good. I'm okay. I, I prefer my chicken not choking hazardy. Unless, how long did the chicken? How long did the chicken biscuits keep for? I don't know. I, I've had these since like yesterday morning. Okay, so they're probably not terribly not fresh right now. Salmonella, salmonella. <laughs> Benny is going to tap her chin a couple times. You know what? I think I will actually take one of those chicken biscuits. Oh, sweet. Uh, thought I'd never be able to sell the... Or actually, you're a friend, so you, you get one for free today. Thanks, dude. Appreciate you. First one's free. You're right. You're right, Brennan. First one's free. Because I got a <laughs> lot of these to move. <laughs> First taste is free. Um, so, Ballistic, as I remember, too, yesterday, these were all sold out in the front. Where did you happen to get the stash? Oh, I, I know a guy who works at Meemaw's Pantry. Oh, uh, okay. Some, yeah, someone told him about this huge order coming in, and that he needed to scan a certain number of them off the top. So he did. They gave me. Uh, mind, mind if I ask who your uh, source was there? Uh, yeah, it's it's Dirty Steve in the back. Dirty Steve in the back, okay. Why would they let yeah. somebody named Dirty Steve work in the kitchen? Oh, Dirty Steve makes a hell of a biscuit. I can see somebody named Dirty Steve making a hell of a pizza. Jacques, have you ever, have you ever been to... What's what's the fantasy version of Waffle House? Uh, Vorpal home. Vorpal home. I haven't even been to a Waffle House, y'all. Oh, God. Oh, that's right. Uh, because Hawaii and then Alaska. Yeah, I live in buckwild places. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so... Uh, Benny is just gonna look at yeah. Benny is just going to look at Jacques and go, listen... Don't let anybody work at a Vorpal home. I doubt that Ma's pantry is too much different in that regard. I'll take it. This this is the South. You you can be scrungly as hell and still work in a kitchen. It's fine. <laughs> you want to know how he got the name Dirty Steve? No. 
Right, so since you asked, like, whenever he gets into a fight, he, like, reaches into the ground and, like, grab... Like, he's a druid, so he just throws dirt in your eyes whenever you fight him. Oh, That's just is rude. That like, is that kind of like pocket sand? Yeah. Well, he doesn't keep it in his pocket. Yeah, he, he can get it anywhere. Yeah. You know what, though? No. I respect it. You gotta respect the druid hustle. Is that the new song that they're going to be playing at all the dances now? The Druid Hustle? <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Somewhere far off in the distance, you see, like, the DJ prepping for your homecoming. He's like, all right, I got to get these kids hyped. I got to get these kids more hyped than any kid has ever been in their life. I'm playing the Druid Hustle. Druid Hustle. do 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 and if that doesn't pan out, we're playing Knock If You Buck. I'm taking this yeah. whole dance down with me if it doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Strange magic. Ooh. Yeah, I was thinking something akin to the Cupid Shuffle, but that also works. Do the Goblin Shuffle. Oh, that, that, that one was a wild one. Uh, did one of you call me irresponsible? You never. Yeah, that was definitely your voice in there, Jacques. (laughs) So, uh, what's going on? What'd I miss? Um, well, I got a chicken biscuit. I'm going to stick it in my pocket. All right, like, if you ever need any more or have with nuts, just find me in the bathroom. I've set up shop there again since, you know, I had to find a new shop in the new school, so... Uh, bathroom, last all, secret door. Uh, the boys' or the girls' room? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's alarming. Denny is just gonna give kind of an awkward thumbs up, like, I'm not sure how to feel about this. He just goes, like, in shifts between them, depending on, you know, like, change goes, every 30 minutes. He goes in shit. Oh, I'm here for it. I like the idea that the last and both the bathrooms go to some kind of giant secret hideout that's, like, bigger than the school. You know, that's true. The secret doors could be in either one. He doesn't necessarily have to be in the bathroom. Sure. Okay. Well, we'll go oh with that. God. That would be uh, real genius behind the soda machine. Yeah. I also just imagine, worst case, if Ballistic had to go into the girls' room, he'd just put on a wig and a skirt and just... <laughs> The maid outfit. Yes. Oh, no. Oh, my God. He's going to be the milkmaid. Oh, oh no. The lipstick. Oh, bro. Like the milkmaid. That, that's, that's a baller wrestling name if I've ever heard one. <laughs> oh, no. And he's going to be wearing the lipstick. Yep. Oh. Can, can we get that bull lipstick in black? Yes. yes. No hesitation, just both yes. <laughs> Absolutely. Alright, so you, you've you learned about a new location in the school. I uh, found out about uh, how some of the chicken sandwiches went missing from an order at Meemaw's Pantry. I mm-hmm. uh, learned about your Abolith nut shooter on the cannon. And I uh, yes. have seen Dr. Peter Hopkins go through two Abolith nut trips. What a wild ride. Benny is going to start sizing up the cannon and like, she's going to look at Jock and say, 
Jacques, you're you're pretty handy with the saws and stuff in the shop, right? I mean, I still have all my fingers. Yeah, that's that's usually a good sign. Um, you think you can make a kind of sleeve to fit one of those biscuits in the cannon? Sure. Uh, and then he'll head over to a table with some components and try and craft something. Hell yeah. Uh, just give me a, uh, I guess, sleight of hand. Uh, add your proficiency modifier to it since you're in shop. Oh. Oh. Uh, so you rolled a six. Uh, did you add your proficiency to that it as well? That was with my proficiency. That was, uh, oh, um, oh, so that would make it a nine. Nine. Uh, like, you build an ugly canister, like it, it's really ugly, but it'll it'll work once. <laughs> well, that's that's the only amount of times we need it to work, really. Yeah, that, that's fair. Oh boy! All right, so you're loading a chicken biscuit into the uh, newsbreaker. Not currently. I'm just keeping Not... these components on hand for when I need them. <laughs> All right. Never let them know your next move. Always be prepared. <laughs> so we know that Dirty Steve was ballistics plug for the chicken biscuits. Yes. And, and- I will answer any questions you have here to help okay. clarify things for both you and the listeners. Okay. So information we have so far on the great biscuit caper. Um, Okay, so who was it again that brought the biscuits in to be sold? It was Alfredo, the uh, well, student council member that was yeah. selling them. He's the but one he that picked, he, selling. Did he pick them up from the store, though? Uh, he picked them up at the door at school. Who who to get them oh, from? I thought, I thought well, the cooler. I thought the cooler that held them was in the teachers' lounge. Yeah. Yes, he was the one that brought them into the school, into the teacher's lounge, and then brought them back out of the teacher's lounge. Okay, okay. But didn't he say that, I don't know, he didn't say what happened in between those things, so it sounds to me like all of them didn't make it out of the teacher's lounge. Mm-hmm. I don't think all of them made it into the teacher. Yeah, that's, so, according to Alfredo, the way that the cooler was set up was the biscuits were sitting on top of a bunch of phone books. So it looked like there were more biscuits in the cooler than there actually were. Um, So at some point between the cooler coming in from Meemaw's pantry into the school, like at some point between Meemaw's pantry and the school, it's possible that the biscuits went missing there, or it's possible that they went missing from the teacher's lounge. Well, I mean, so is it not just Dirty Steve took some off the top, put the books in there, and sent it on its way? Well, that's definitely the most likely scenario, but also, how did they get into Jack's locker? Okay, so the, then because there's some in Jack's locker, there's some that made its way via Dirty Steve and Ballistic, and some that made its way through Alfredo and into Jack's locker. Or the ones that we could assume the ones with Alfredo were never messed with and that Dirty Steve took the ones to someone else and those were the ones in Jack's locker. It's possible. Yeah, that's... The question is, um, how many did Ballistic receive? 
scary. Uh, would you like to ask Ballistic? Yes. yes. Does he know numbers? Hey, Ballistic, <laughs> so what's your stash look like? I mean, in case some people might want to buy some. Uh, it's looking a little light this week. Uh, I, I don't know if I got cheated on the biscuits this week. Or I just can't count. How many were you supposed to get? A number. <laughs> <laughs> a number between one and infinity. Some. <laughs> um, you know, that vague sum. Normally they take up, like, both of my arms when I bring them in, but I, I only needed, like, one arm to uh, bring them in through the back door when they came in after lunch. Let's see. Okay, so... Reasonably, we can survive that Ballistic got roughly half of what he would normally get. Okay, so this could be that Dirty Steve was, you know, um, cutting him out a little bit and then double selling. Yeah, like Dirty Steve had a second client that he was delivering to at the school. Didn't think that Ballistic would notice. Because he couldn't count. Yeah. Um... Oh, I'm gonna find Dirty Steve, and I'm I'm gonna just like slap him all over the face like a lot. Answers, <laughs> man. And what num what number would a lot be? More than a number. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Ballistic, do you know how to count? Betty, do you know how to? Uh... Yeah, that's a no. Hey. Do I know how to what? Do you know how to? Uh, it's okay, Bull. And um, since he can't reach his shoulder, uh, Jock will pat his calf. <laughs> it's gonna be like it's like that scene from SpongeBob where Patrick goes, "It's okay, take your time." <laughs> and then Bullistic starts to break down a little, and you see him, like you see that single tear come out of his eye, and he says, "Do you know how to teach people to count, Benny?" Yeah. Hey, hey, Bull, we're at school. I think the system has failed him. I think he We're at school. They clearly don't need people to count here. I mean, they haven't so far. Finny is just going to say, I'll bring you some flashcards, buddy. Oh, I bet there's a musical that has how to count in it. I'll look it up. I'll find one for you. Yeah, a schoolhouse rock opera, if you will. Yeah. They're non edible. You're, you're not supposed to eat them. Oh, well, we, we don't sell edibles here in the school. Uh, I'll sprinkle some keto dust Just everything else. God. Just apple nuts, cigarettes, chicken biscuits. Well, if you do really good at counting, we could I could use prestidigitation to make them taste however you want. But you have to learn to count first. You know, you guys are really nice. Uh, you want to check out the school fight club sometime? We're not supposed to talk about it. Yeah, no, no. Uh, we're not. I, I'm not supposed to talk about it in front of the teacher. Oh, it's it's Doctor Hopkins. He's cool. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he does not care. <laughs> like, are, are students dying down there or anything? Because if they are, I, I should probably be concerned. Well, I mean, first of all, I am concerned if students are dying on campus because that ain't good. <laughs> Gary, Gary, I just I just had a realization. Yeah. When Dr. Hopkins is on Adolescent Nuts, is he getting hopped up? 
Damn it. Real hoppy kind of experience. <laughs> he, he enjoys IPAs because he likes a really hoppy beer. Um. <laughs> this is what uh, th- this is what Dr. Peter Hopkins heard while he was tripping on apple nuts. <laughs> he heard the future. <laughs> he his hearing broke the fourth wall and he was able to hear this <laughs> in the future. That's how wild apple nuts are. Oh god, um, I just imagine I just imagine him like sitting on the floor like Squidward and going, future <laughs> Oh man. How many more SpongeBob references can we fit into this episode? Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z. <laughs> Everything is either a JoJo's reference, a Twin Peaks reference, a SpongeBob reference, or an Evangelion reference. Homie, I've been slipping in a McElboy reference every episode I've been in. All the Broadway references, thanks. It's also, yeah, there's also some good Hamilton ones in there, too. Don't branch it out. Forgot that all references are also, like, Seinfeld references, too. These are, like, the five things that everything is a reference to. In all of life. One reference to roll them all. We we do need to form that one almighty reference in the series. The series itself can become a reference unto itself after a while. Oh Oro, no, then that's when we've gone too far. <laughs> that, that's We're some Homestuck shit right there. And, uh, <laughs> nah, Homestuck ain't us, dog. Oh god. Thank fuck. Thank you for, for reminding me that Homestuck is a thing that exists. I forget about it every now and then. Uh, like, yes, because oh, yeah. that's what you should do about it. <laughs> Critical Role also ain't us. We're we're in the middle. <laughs> are we are we crit stuck? <laughs> crit stuck? Oh god. <laughs> and Becky, I did read Homestuck for a while as well. So did yeah. I. I was bullied See, okay. by the Homestucks at Con. Yeah. See, the series itself actually pretty good. The fandom hot fucking garbage. So, I don't blame you for that. We were all teenage trash fandoms at some point. We've all been there. It's just who is at the time. Okay, but the question is Yeah, I was gonna ask. The question is did you um, completely ruin a bathtub at KatsuCon by emptying silver sharpies and vodka into it? That's the question. Um, my my teenage trash fandom aligned with the Yowie paddle times, so oh, it's really uh, bad. Triggering. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. Excuse me. I had excellent taste. <laughs> we have gone way off the rails. <laughs> yep. Magnets. Uh, Bolistic has it like invited you to the check out the. Uh, secret fight club at the school at some yeah. point if you're interested yeah we should you need music I, I mean yeah music could be cool uh, we, uh, secret entrance to that also bathroom last hall you gotta look for the secret door cool. make theme songs for each of your wrestlers I'm a little concerned that y'all have so many secret passages to the bathrooms I'm not gonna lie sometimes you don't want people to know when you gotta go Oh. The one passage is like a one-stop shop for everything. Okay, Gary, I have I have a 
request a favor, if you will. Yes. Going into the bathroom. This is out of character. Going into the bathroom, can there be a secret code word where you have to say, this too shall pass? <laughs> Toilet with a water emoji. <laughs> it's all coming full circle. Every episode comes full circle. <laughs> <laughs> We're just swirling the bowl. Like... <laughs> <laughs> whatever is getting flushed down the toilet at any given moment. I, I think this episode title is Swirling the Bowl. Yes. <laughs> nice. <laughs> That's when no, the viewership sorry. goes down the shitter. Oh, <laughs> no. no. Harry, Harry, swirling the Bowl. Swirling the Bowl? Yes. <laughs> Alright, so uh, you have the knowledge of uh, Secret school fight club now. Uh, set up in the same area as Ballistics sh- Shop. We also need to talk to Dirty Steve. See what he's got going on on the side. Yeah, Dirty we'll Steve is just... Work, after school. Yeah, Dirty Steve's just some uh, grimy guy. That, well, he's not grimy. He just throws dirt in people's eyes when he fights. That works at uh, Meemaw's Pantry. Is he, like, around our age? Or is he older? Or, like, a dropout? Or... You don't know. All right. I guess uh, ballistic does, though. It's still probably a good idea to bring him, like, a small gift basket of soaps and a loofah. <laughs> Just, like, watch yourself, sir. Please. <laughs> Maybe he's dirty in a different way. I could just press the digitation him cleaner when he's not looking. I, I don't know if that'll work on this the way I'm thinking. <laughs> pat, pat, pat. <laughs> now I'm just kind of wondering what you're all picturing when you think Dirty Steve. Hmm. Okay, so there's I'm, I'm not going to lie, there's some rednecks in my neighborhood that just look chronically unbathed, and that's that's immediately where my brain goes. <laughs> What's that one Peanuts character who has like the little, you know, Linus? smelly lines around uh, him? Pig yeah, pen. Like that. Oh, Pigpen! Yeah. 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 Oh, I'm totally thinking like uh, the the guy in the eighties with the slicked back hair trying too hard because he thinks he's God's gift. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I'm just picturing Kid Rock with elf ears. Oh, I I'm- hate that mental image so much. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, isn't that isn't that kind of the culmination of everything we just said? It is. Yeah. It fucking yeah. is. Yeah. That Kid Rock uh, all summer long, like when he's on the boat and definitely in the South, that, yeah. that Kid Rock. 100%. So, uh, I hate it so definitely bring him the gift basket of soap. <laughs> yeah. Like, press the digitation works, you know, once when you actually see him. We're about maintenance here. We need to teach a grown man how to wash his ass, okay? Hey, <laughs> like, uh, Load that gift basket into the newsbreaker. <laughs> yes! <laughs> That's what we're going to do. We're going to load soap into the newsbreaker. Talk about a bath bomb. Yes! Oh, <laughs> <laughs> right. We mass well, produce no, it and sell it at cons. <laughs> I love it. Listen, no. listen. I saw, okay, legit, I saw the other day that apparently uh, there's a Japanese men's deodorant brand that is doing a collaboration with Dragon Ball Z. And I'm like, finally, they're going to get these sweaty nerds to wear deodorants. Yeah, but can it beat Goku's perspiration? It's a good question. 
Is it it's super Saiyan perspiration? Just saying. Uh, when I worked cons, like going walking past the game room, oh boy, it what you could feel like a humid wave just of heat of just smell. Dusty, dusty, crusty, and musty. <laughs> just feeling in the air tonight. Magic draft night at the comic shop. Now, I'm not saying that Dirty Steve looks like Kid Rock with elf ears. That's just how I pictured it. Just in case Kid Rock wants to sponsor this podcast, TM, TM, TM. I'm not taking Kid Rock's money. <laughs> You're not going to take the dirty money? <laughs> <laughs> no, see, that's the kind of money that's all wadded up. It's like a wad of singles that your producer came out of somewhere sweaty. You don't really want to touch it. Like, <laughs> pretty much all money has traces of drugs on it just it's too late <laughs> yeah drugs and doo-doo particles yeah yeah i yeah. worked with this guy named john that kept all his money in his shirt pocket while he was working so like oh. all the money the guys person gave him and he was like six two beefy dude so he was sweating through that shirt and I was the person that counted money at the end of the night as well. So oh, he would give me the no. money and it would just be the most unpleasant part of my night. Not not the damp dollars. No. Damp yeah. dollars. <laughs> that was summer booby dollars. That's oh, where God. it is. The ones, that are kept, the ones that the older ladies keep in bras. It's like, mm, yeah. Thank you, ma'am. I, I'm having Walmart flashbacks. Yeah. Like I say, for anyone not in the South, the true Georgia experience. Mm-hmm. The truth oh. of South Carolina experience as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This okay, is why I hate South touching money. money. <laughs> I, yeah. Like, I will use cards for, oh, God, we have gotten so far off track. But back to character stuff, in canon, I like to think that Dirty Steve looks like Kid Rock with elf ears. <laughs> that, is, that is my accepted. I hate it so much. I love it. I mean, it's... His name is Dirty Steve. It fits. Yeah, yeah, it does. But if you're not Kid Rock and you say you're Stephen Colbert or Vin Diesel or Matthew Lillard or Joe Mangiano, we'll take your money. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Come say stupid shit with us. Celebrities that play <laughs> Hashtag. We'll also, we'll accept a, uh, an endorsement from Popeye's. Uh, Ballistic chimes in uh, to the conversation and says, Hey, uh, about that uh, Fight Club, you, you guys don't have anything against watching people on performance enhancers fighting, right? That, I mean, that depends on what kind of performance they're enhancing, but in, in general, no. Yeah, it's Not this really. new thing called Halo. Like the video game? Uh, I, I think it's still funny, like H. I, G, I, I don't know any more letters. Uh, that, that's as much as I can get out of that. Um, okay. What, what is this? In, what does it do? Oh, it does some wild stuff, man. Like, uh, there, there was this goblin chick in the Recreational Adventuring League that uh, took, took it during a match, and, like, this halo of fire appeared above her head, and it, like, gave her these... Toxic stiletto, fiery nails, but uh, she did end up in the hospital after for a day or two. Charming, but it's real badass. I mean, I, I don't have a problem watching it, having it used against me. However, 
that's another story. I'm going purely as a spectator, so it's fine with me. Oh, I was I was hoping to throw throw some hands. Oh, Jacques, you, you want to get in the ring down there, buddy? That, that's cool. Uh, we might be able to pencil, pencil in like a match with you against Garrett, uh, the soccer player. Uh, not doing so hot right now. Fuck it. Why not? Let's go. I'm in. Yeah. Um, hey, Gracia, do you mind helping me? I think I have a super mega extra large med kit that I need help with. <laughs> Sure. <laughs> you just you just hear them coming in with a backhoe, just beep, beep, beep. <laughs> like, oh, oh, you yeah, do, do, do y'all just want to like work there? Uh, like it goes on during school sometimes, so I don't know if that's gonna interfere with what you got going on. But we we don't have any medics down there. Um, cool. I mean. I'm, like, a senior, so they don't really care what I do anymore. Yeah, kind of like an every-man-for-itself scenario down there. So, like, a healing touch would help out a lot down there. Uh, thank you in advance, Frenum. Uh, you're, you're a real sweetheart. Wish I got to know you sooner. <laughs> yeah, I got all my credits on homeschooled, so I'm really just here to be out of my parents' way. So, I'm good. Okay, Benny is going to step in, though, because she kind of sees Gracious naivete getting the best of her a little bit. And she's going to be like, okay, bully, but but what what kind of compensation will Gracia get for her services? Uh, well, we, we were going to be hiring Brenham and Gracia. Uh, like, they, they just seem like they, they got the healing thing down. Uh, are you trying to cut in as, like, an agent or something or, like, have me sign some contracts? Because that's not fair because you know I don't know how to read. No, I can no, do no. healing words so I can be really far away and yell to feel better and then people Whoa, feel better. Healing word? What 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 is that? What is a word? <laughs> no, no, it's nothing. You say feel better and then they feel better. Oh, okay. I was about to get real offended for a second. I, I thought you were making fun of me. No, I just saying I can heal make you feel better from farther away. Like I don't have to be as close. That's that's cool. Okay, bully. No, I'm I'm not trying to cut in as an agent. I'm just trying to make sure that like you're not just going to take advantage of of the girls here, okay? Because if there is some betting going on, I think that they deserve a cut of it for their troubles. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, uh, we're betting mostly snacks down there, so I, I can get them in on the cut. Uh, oh, I bet Tori would with- be really good at that. Like, I bet Tori could help with, like, the snack trade. I mean, I can give you, like, a market price on everything. I make sure everyone's being fairly compensated for their work. Or uh, Tori could be the bookie. Yeah. <laughs> she, and then you would get to talk to so many more people. You wanted to be the friends. <laughs> She's the cookie bookie. <laughs> oh, um, do they have chocolate chip? Oh, no, it's cool. My dad taught me how to cook the books. We, we got this. <laughs> okay. Perfect. So you have two healers and a bookie. And yeah, that's that. And the talent. <laughs> and yeah, the talent. And the, ta- and the talent. What do we even go to school for? <laughs> we go to school for the credits. We we learn how to <laughs> we learn how to schmooze our way through life. Real life skills. Yeah, that's it. But with that, uh, we've reached the end of the session. Uh Becky, why don't you hit us with your <laughs> portion of the outro first? 
Hey, I am Sugar Puns on Twitter and Instagram. Follow me there. Um, I don't always make puns, but when I do, oh boy, <laughs> do they come a rolling. So buckle up for that good pun content and shit posting and sometimes art. <laughs> All right. And Courtney, hit us with that outro. Hey, what's up? Thanks for listening this week. And hopefully we're giving you awesome stuff to listen to in the coming weeks. And you can find me at Cotton Candy 117 as usual. Thanks. Yoko. Hey, Yoko Mizuhara, pretty much on any of the socials. Um, And I also run a Cosplay Volunteers of Atlanta. So if you want to be a princess or superhero in Atlanta, hit me up. All right. And Trevin. Uh, you can find me bullying Ted Cruz on Twitter at Old Man Stark or just absolute shit posting. Uh, you can find me on Twitch Monday through Wednesday at 6.30 Alaska Standard Time at twitch.tv slash Typhus. I am currently running through Cyberpunk. I'm actually going to be booting that up after we're finished recording and stream that shit. Um, yeah, what else? Uh, uh, oh, yeah, be sure if you want that good, good go-go energy juice. Uh, Rogue Energy has made the foolish choice to sponsor me, and you can get that 10% discount with the code Tithus69. Dab, dab, dab. Ooh-woo. I, I didn't have the soundboard up, so I couldn't do that. <laughs> but uh, I'm Gary. Uh, I'm working on some more TikTok content for the Crits and Grits TikTok channel. Uh, Going to throw out some of the items that we've used in previous campaigns, uh, some character ideas we have pitched in the past but never really used. Uh, but you could also email us at critsandgrits at gmail.com if you'd like to uh, give us a, some input on what you'd like to hear or send us some questions and we will answer in character. I, I'd love to have this group of character answer questions in character. Yeah, uh, please send us questions. I would love to. Yes. Love this group. It's always fun when we get a question because <laughs> and we're like, people love us. And then we ride that high for weeks. And then we get another question, and we keep riding that high. But, uh, yeah, so submit questions. Uh, follow us on TikTok. Make sure you like, follow, and subscribe on anything you can. Whatever little bit helps us. Uh, follow Jess on twitch.tv forward slash Jess Panda. Follow Momocon on the Momocon socials. Facebook, MySpace, Twitter. Uh, follow, uh, I was about to say Tithus, but you're already here. Hi. Hi. <laughs> Yeah, uh, my brain's going through the uh, default uh, run-through. Uh, also, uh, follow Jay on twitch.tv forward slash rush918, Ducky on twitch.tv forward slash please, and Kyler at Fishing After 5 on YouTube. Now everyone give a jumbled Dirty Steve. 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 Dirty Steve.